Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy. Careful. Gordy. Hey, bother you for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, congratulations. You have found your way to another action-packed episode here of the Brilliant Dumb Show. This is episode 97, and my oh my, do we have a heater for you today. Whether it's 35 minutes, 40 minutes, it don't matter. It's going to be action-packed. Now, for those of you watching on the YouTube right now, you probably noticed a little bit of a difference. Got a nice blue backdrop here for you folks. I wanted to make this thing a little more visually enticing. For those of you that choose to watch on the YouTube, I was tired of you staring into a white wall the whole time. So here you are. Enjoy. Let's do this dance, shall we? Jersey Jerry, as we all know, is on his quest to have his own segment on the Brilliant Dumb Show, which he decided to name Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Turnpike Takes with Jersey Jerry. So Jerry, what do you want to name it? He rattled right off with that. But in order to do so, He's got to get seven out of his next 10 picks correct on the Brilliant Dumb Show. For those of you betters out there, bet safely. I told him, Jerry, if you could get seven out of 10, you got your own segment. Started off slow, very slow. One and three before last week's Steelers pick, which made him two and three. So he's got to hit his next five. Now, what we did and what we offered Jerry, I said, Jerry, what we're going to offer to you Jerry's thing is he loves to call into sports talk radio shows. He waits for hours and hours at a time during each day, a Stephen A. Smith show, Michael K. show, just to get his point across about whatever it is they're talking about. Usually he likes to call and talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers into New York radio stations. So most of these channels usually hang up on you pretty fast. After you make their point, they hang up on you. So I said, Jerry, here's what we're going to do. If you can last over 51 seconds on the radio, a nationwide radio station with two topics that I give you, they're going to be two ridiculous topics. If you could last before they hang up on you over 51 seconds, we'll count it as a point to your new segment. So if you hit this, you're three for three. You don't have to take it if you don't want to, because if you go under, you'll lose the whole thing. He said, no, Bob, I want to take it. The two topics were A, He's got to go plead his case that Big Ben Roethlisberger is a top five quarterback in the NFL, which he is not. Or the other option he has is that he could plead his case that Gordon Hayward is a top 10 NBA player, which is absolutely not the case. He chose to do the Roethlisberger one. He accepted, took the Roethlisberger. I got a call from him at six in the morning the other day. Now he's on the East Coast. I don't know how I heard my phone vibrating, but I did. It was Jerry. He said, Bob, CBS Sports Radio, I'm going on. I'm going on. So I bust out my phone to screen record it, make sure that I could be the judge that he gets over 51 seconds. He goes, change of plans. I'm going Hayward. I'm going Hayward. So he went to plead his case for Gordon Hayward being a top 10 NBA player. And what he did, and he was very smart, not only did he get past 51 seconds, he went a minute and 56. The host absolutely loved him. He was very smart. He told the story to the host so that it could last longer. And I got to be honest with you, folks, whatever way he could get there. And then when he dropped the hammer that he thinks Gordon Hayward's a top 10 NBA player, he got hung up on immediately. But he made it a minute 51 seconds. A minute 56 seconds, I believe, was the total. We're going to play it for you right now. He did it. Here's Jersey Jerry calling CBS Sports Radio. 
headquarters. Jerry in New Jersey, next up on the Zach Gelb Show. Jerry, what do you got for me today? Hey, what's up, Zach? How you doing? It's Jersey Jerry. Thanks, Jersey Jerry. What's happened? I love New Jersey. My grandparents lived there. My dad's from there. I used to work there. My first job in radio was New Jersey. What part of Jersey are you calling from? Hey, I'm, I'm from North Jersey. I'm a blue-collar union guy here. Gotcha. So, so, so you go to Rutt's Hut? I'm sure you got a ripper from Rutt's of Hut in course, your life? Of oh. course. Of course. I put down dogs like crazy over there. Yeah, g- give me a little chili, too, and a Frenchie, and about two, three rippers. I'm good to go. What do you got for me, Jersey Jerry? There you go. Hey, hey, Zach, listen to this. Real quick, before, before I get to my point, you ever go to a, a steakhouse, Zach, right? Do you see the, the size of me? Of course I go to steakhouses. Okay, you've been to a steakhouse then. I, so this happened to me last week. I went to a steakhouse. I ordered a ribeye, medium, medium rare, right? Mm. The, mash, the mashed potatoes were excellent. Mm. The, the asparagus was to die for. You get a little lobster mac and cheese, Jersey Jerry? No lobster mac and oh, cheese. Oh, come on. But, but I went to take a bite of my steak, and there was no seasoning on it. It was, it was missing something. Now, I got something for you. I know what the Boston Celtics are missing right here. They're missing Gordon Hayward big time. I mean, huge. They are missing this guy. And I'm going to give you a few, a, a few, a few uh, stats really quick, and then you can let me go. Gordon Hayward, right, he's second on the Celtics in three-point percentage. He's second on the team in field goal percentage. Third on the team in minutes. I mean, you're talking about a guy here that does, that does the, the, the little work. He's a grinder, dies for the loose balls. I mean, this guy's a top 10 player here you're talking about in Gordon Hayward now. Now, I mean, yeah, Jersey on, Jerry, he's missing. not a top 10 player. He's been injured over the years. He's a good And, folks, without further ado, we bring in the man himself, Jersey Jerry. <laughs> Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Gerard Gilfone, are you? Well, Jesus Christ, Jerry, what the fuck are you wearing? Yo, what's up, Bobby? Jerry, what is that? It's a bulletproof, baby, because bullet- I'm bulletproof. You see the Steelers D like I told you, Bob? Huh? I told you that. Jerry, is that a bulletproof vest? Yeah, it's a uh, Kevlar. Look. <laughs> Real. It ain't fake. Jerry, where do you get a bulletproof vest? I got I got it from a yard sale. Holy shit. Jerry, are you walking around in that? I no, I got I got a steal. I got uh this was like five hundred. I got it for a hundred. At a yard sale. At a yard sale, yeah. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, you look like fifty cent. Call me Jerry fifty then. <laughs> all right, Jerry. All right. All right. Listen, Jerry, let's get right down to business, eh? Okay, no problem. Big old win. Big old yep. win from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the folks at the show just listened to that call. <laughs> Jerry, I can't believe we're about to do this it, it, with you in a bulletproof vest. It's it's honestly going to be hard to get through, Jerry. I could take it off. No, 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 no. Keep it, keep it on. You got nothing under there, Jerry. Look, two for three That's on true. the Steelers. Now, okay. you switched up, Jerry, on this radio call, and you I did. went ahead. You said, Bob, I get a call from you, 6 in the morning, my time. I can't believe I even heard my phone. And you mm-hmm. said, Bob, I'm switching it up. I'm going Gordon Hayward. What I find very fascinating about the whole thing, Jerry, and I got to be honest with you, you got to give credit where credit's due. 
It's brilliant. You tell the guy or the host that you're going to tell a story, which, by the way, that steak thing was not a story. They, they had no end to it, Jer. Correct. Correct. <laughs> no. Did you do that just to buy you time, Jer? Exactly. And, and like, like I told you last week, I told you, uh, you know, when my back's against the wall, when I'm on the ropes here, that, that's when I perform the best. And I had no other, other option there. I, I had to stick it out. I had to last the 51 seconds, which I did. Jerry, you ended up going a minute and 56 seconds. I got I to be honest with you, the host kind of helped you out too because you could tell he was really enjoying, you know, Jerry? Yeah, he was a Jersey guy, so it really helped out. It really did. <laughs> Jerry, let me, let me ask you something, okay? What has – now you go to three and three. You had the big Steelers win. What has the fan response been like for you, Jerry? Are the people back on – because we started getting the Jerry Mush comments again. You're yep. getting DMs. I'm getting DMs. They were going yep. down on you. People were going to fade you. In a way, I guess you could kind of say you're back. What has the fan response been like for you, Jerry? I mean, it's, it's, it's been, you know, mostly good, but there is some bad. Um, I try not to pay too much attention to the bad ones. But, uh, you know, a lot of messages, a lot of DMs, and, uh, you know, there's one that, uh, that uh, really holds a special place with me. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of nice people out there, Bobby. From one of the fans really? of the DM that a fan gave you? Yeah, it was a uh, – you know, left a comment on one of my uh, on one of my pictures. Uh, I randomly clicked him and uh, went on his page. He happened to be a baker, and I said, uh, just fooling around. I said, "Hey, what about a little care package for Jerry out in New Jersey?" And uh, you know, messaged me back, anything for you, Jerry, anything. Did I'll have one something? out to you. Yes, he did. He sent me a, he sent me a nice little care package. He sent me a. Uh, he sent me this pin from a from a racing uh, event, the Breeders' Cup. Oh. Oh. He sent me a nice letter, and he sent me uh, he sent me two loaves of sourdough. <laughs> yeah, seems like you're a little jealous because I know they don't got good bread out there in California. <laughs> no, Jerry, to be honest with you, they don't have good bread. But when you say the guy's baker, I thought he was gonna send you. I thought he was gonna send you brownies. Or cup. He no. sent you two sourdough loaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he sent me a sourdough and a cinny raisin. Let me Joe, do. You, do you have the sourdough, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, I cut it. I cut into one so far. You want me to grab it? Do you have the sourdough? Yeah, let me see the sourdough loaf. Yeah, yeah I cut into. Yeah, I cut into one, but the other one is full. Hold on. <laughs> I swear to God, you just don't know what you're gonna get. This guy. Folks, he's going to get the loaves of bread. I thought he was going to get cupcakes or bread. There it is. There's the sourdough. <laughs> Let's see it, Jerry. What do you got? This one I, I, I've been into already. This, this is the Cine Raisin. <laughs> this is the sourdough. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Jerry. Did you thank him Such for a... sending the loaves? Oh, man. Uh you know the loafs were was, was a, a small gesture. You know the the letter really what really say, did the it letter for me. Too Jesus Christ, you're getting yeah, a lot of fan so, mail, huh, Jerry? Yeah, what do you say? Yeah. You have the letter too? Yeah, I got the letter. It's in the package. Hold Let's on. see the letter. Hold on, hold on. Get the letter. Get the letter. Holy shit! He did send you something. Read the yep. letter, Jerry. Read the letter. You actually told me that you've been getting fan mail, no? Yeah, I yeah. I'll, I'll read Go it ahead. for you. Read the letter. 
It says, uh, hey, Jerry, here you go, brother. Two loaves of sourdough. One is straight up for butter, pasta, dipping, you name it. Second is a bonus loaf. Anyways, let me get through the letter. Gary, why are you crying again? I ain't crying, Bob. So let me read the letter. All right, go ahead, Jerry. Second is a bonus loaf, sinny raisin for you, brother. To enjoy it, lightly mist and fire up in the oven. You can throw the other loaf in the freezer. I included a zip, uh, uh, I included a Breeders' Cup souvenir for you. Our favorite horse, Jared Gunavera, in the 2017 Jerry, Kentucky Jerry, Derby. Jerry, stop crying. <laughs> I think he took third place that year. I love you, brother. Keep it coming. Love, Mike. <laughs> Jerry, why are you getting emotional? You know, uh, it means a lot when you got people out there that really love you and really care. And uh, Mike Anderson, you got a friend in me. <laughs> Jerry, you know what's great? <laughs> Jerry, you know, Jerry, I think you're an emotional guy. I think it's spectacular that this sourdough loaf and letter touched you the way that it did. The only thing that's funny, you think about this Mike Anderson that sent it. When he sent it, he probably didn't think you'd be reading it off with, you know, with tears in your eyes and a bulletproof vest on you. What does the pin say that's on the bulletproof vest right now? So it's, uh, it's me and Mike's favorite horse. It says, I'm betting on Gunavera. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like I said, there's a lot of good people out there. Jerry, that's unbelievable. That's a, why do you get so emotional about it, Jer? You know, I don't know. It's just you know, I got a big heart, and I you know, I care about a lot of people, and it feels good when you get that in return. You know what I mean, Bob? Hey, and you know what, Jerry? You know what's interesting to think? You're three for three. Imagine if you win the segment, what the care packages are going to look like. Oh, I mean, I that's sourdough. That's sourdough loaf can turn into something real nice, Jerry. But Jerry. Yep. Time to put those tears away. Let's get back to business here. We got a long way to go. Yep. Still climb. We now are three and three. You hit the over by a long shot. I thought that was absolutely spectacular. The call was entertaining. The call went over. Yes. Absolutely phenomenal job. Happy to give you a point there. Three and three. You got to hit four in a row. Talk yep. us through this, Jersey Jerry. What are we going? You know, uh, I'm still going to go mainstream here, but not too mainstream. It ain't going to be football. It ain't going to be basketball. I, I ain't going baseball here. I'm going with UFC this week. Okay. You and know I'll, what, and, Jerry, I got no issue with that. That, that. I could get on board with that. Is it a, is it a weekend fight, Saturday fight? Saturday, yeah, Saturday night. And I'll tell you why I'm going with this fight here. Um, Who were we betting on, Jerry? I'm going to tell you a quick story first. I was uh, – I was 19 years old when I went to my first strip club. Oh, dear Lord, Jerry. Where, where, where are we going? Where are we going to this, Jerry, Don? The name of the strip club was called Clancy's. <laughs> I walked in this strip club, and uh, as soon as I walked in, I opened the door, and uh, this girl stared right into my soul. Her name was Laura. You know, I offered... Uh, her to see if she wanted to, you know, maybe go in the back for a lap dance, which we did. We hit it off. You know, she was a Brazilian woman. Very, very, very nice. 
um, we ended up dating each other. Oh, dear. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't end. It didn't end. It started out great, but it didn't end well. Jerry, are you, are you, are you surprised, Jerry? I was a little surprised. And, and, and this is the reason why I'm going with this. I really found out how tough Brazilian women are. Oh, we're going we're going with the girl fight. Okay. All right. Yep. <laughs> All right. We're gonna be going with a girl fighter here. She's fighting a girl that's ten and nine and thirty-five years old and she's washed up. This girl that's fighting is born in Phoenix, Arizona, and her her background is Brazilian. She comes from Brazilian parents. This girl is going to wipe the floor clean with Ronda Marcos. I mean, it ain't even going to be a contest. It's a mega lock here. You know, this, this, this girl is something special. She got an elbow that's insane. It's so fast. Faster than what I just threw right there. Right. Jerry, what are the... Now, here's the big question, though, Jerry. What type of odds are we laying? Are we underdogs? No, are- listen. It, it, she's a favorite. She's minus 175, so you got to lay 175 to win 100. But, I mean, listen, it ain't too much of a favorite, if you ask me. I mean, it's a favorite, but it ain't super heavy. You know what I mean? Well, Jerry, one can only hope that this UFC fight ends better than your relationship did with Lara. No, I see. That's that's where you're wrong there. See, I already can tell you don't have no experience with Brazilian women, Bob. Her name is... You're saying Lara. Her her name is Laura. You got to roll the <laughs> R. Get, Jerry, let me get that tongue roll one more time. Give me that Lara one more time. Laura. <laughs> one more time, Jerry. Give me another Laura. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> but like I was saying, this girl is next up. She's the next big thing. She she's eight and one here. She ain't gonna have no trouble with this girl, Ronda Marco. She goes by the name of Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern, that's the pick that you're select. So think about this, Jerry. I'm okay with you doing the minus 175. Here's what you got to think about. If Mackenzie Dern, the Brazilian sensation, just so happens to go down, not mm-hmm. only do you lose the segment, but you have a lot of fans who had to lay 175 to win 100. Yeah. So they're going to be even more upset. Are you okay with that? Type? I know you got a bulletproof vest on, just God forbid. But, I mean, are you okay with that type of responsibility, Jerry Don? Yeah, I mean, I got no problem with it. I, I mean, to lay 175 to win 100, especially on this girl, I wouldn't think twice. I would double down, if anything, to be honest with you. Jerry, are you going to enjoy the rest of that sour, low, sour, low? I, Jerry, am I, am I wrong with you? If you contact the baker, wouldn't you expect that you get like a baker's dozen, a couple cookies? I, I just well, I no, he, laugh, but He's not a cupcake baker. He's not He's not a pastry guy. He's a baker. He bakes bread. That's what he does. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, re- I respect that, Jerry. Jerry, there's your pick. Mackenzie Dern, UFC, this weekend to keep the kid rolling. Jerry, would you take off that vest, please? He's taking off the vest. He's taking off the vest. Jesus Christ. All right. Jerry. All right, say goodbye to the people, Jerry. Now we're going to see you Tuesday. Later, Jersey Jerry. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Take care. There he is. There you have it, folks. Jerry fighting, scratching, and clawing for his own segment. It's going to be Mackenzie Dern. Jerry, we see you Tuesday. You take care, brother. We'll be rooting for you. See you Tuesday, Bobby. I tell you, folks, you know what I tried out the other day? 
that I think is just absolutely terrible. I really do. People hype it up so much. It just was not for me. Ikea. To get to this Ikea here in Los Angeles, you need to take a street called the Ikea Way. And it made me think, how about the nerve on Ikea? Thinking that they're so good that they're going to have their own street named after them. It was like you're trying to get up to a castle. You got to take Ikea Way just to get to the Ikea. Go through five different gates. You imagine if Home Depot tried to pull that shit off? In order to get to Home Depot, you got to get a, get on Home Depot Road right after the exit. How about the nerve on Ikea? Who do, who do these guys think they are? You come into this thing, it's like you're walking into Jerry's world at Cowboys Stadium. I've never seen a store so big. Now, I've seen superstores. I've seen Costco's. I have never seen anything like this. Unlike anything I've ever seen, especially with the whole COVID thing, they got tents outside. There always is a big line because they could only allow so many people in. Looks like one big tailgate, like people are tailgating to get into Ikea. It's a total disaster of an operation. God forbid, God forbid you got to go into the return line and return something. This guy comes waddling in. He's got a friggin' couch on his back just walking up to return something. Excuse me, sir, you got to maintain six feet social distancing, they told him. I said, ma'am, the guy's got a couch on his back. I don't think anybody's getting anywhere near this guy. Matter of fact, this guy with the couch on his back is probably the most safest from COVID, safest from COVID out of them all. The only thing this guy's not safe from is breaking his back any second now. Everything's big in Ikea. There's no small stuff. You walk in, you just kind of feel overwhelmed. There's no flow to Ikea. You know, some of these places, the beauty of these places is there's a certain flow. You have things in this department, you swerve your way on over to this, check out aisle, they sucker you into buying. No flow at Ikea whatsoever. You go from looking for a coffee table to the next aisle, you got a Swedish meatball in their face. That's what they're known for, these Swedish meatballs. It's ridiculous. Looking at coffee tables, chairs, and you turn the corner, boom, there's meatballs just like that. You leave the meatballs, next thing you know, boom, you're standing on top of a bathtub. People are just sprawling out on the furniture to feel it out. How's that safe for COVID? How could that possibly be allowed? Meanwhile, this guy outside is getting his temperature checked on his forehead with a whole chair on his back. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's seriously the only place where you could come for a chair or a coffee table and leave with a meatball. And I got news for you. These Ikea meatballs that everybody raves about, I don't think they're that good. I really don't. I don't think they're bad, but I don't think they're average. I don't want to go schlep up on Ikea way to get to Ikea and then park just for these meatballs. They don't blow me away. Wasn't nuts with them at all was not thrilled with Ikea. It's like with these meatballs. They say, sorry for shopping at Ikea. Here's some meatballs so your experience here may not be as bad. You imagine being the lady on the, the, the cash register at Ikea. You got to think. The lady at, cash, at, at Ikea cash register, you would think she would make more than a supermarket register. 
you think of the cashiers at the supermarket, you got produce coming your way, cheese, crackers, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, nothing crazy. You go to be a cashier at Ikea, you got tables coming at you on this conveyor belt. You got chairs, you got, you got all types of shit, plants that they have in Ikea. There's Ikea plants. There's sofas coming at you. You got to find where to scan on the sofa. You flip the sofa up just to get the barcode. You talk about being overwhelmed. You would think that the cashiers at least get paid more there or have better benefits. I don't know the cashier business, but I'm just saying what I think is right. Not big on Ikea. Any who, we are moving on. Folks, who would I be if I didn't remind you to take care of your nuts? It's premium business down there. You got to treat it with the premium product. What better product to use in your nuts than Manscaped? I know I use Manscaped on my nuts. Speaking of nuts, Manscaped just, just invented the new Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. It offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. We all want to reduce grooming accidents, folks. We've had it. I know I've had it. Time after time after time, I'm done with it. My nuts. <laughs> My nuts and balls deserve better. Treat yours right. You can do so using code BROBIBLE. Get 20% off your next Manscaped order today. Yes, 20% off, and we'll throw on free shipping for you there. Manscaped.com. Folks, it's easy. We're using promo code BROBIBLE from manscaped.com take care of your testes balls whatever it may be today manscapes is the product that you're going to use now folks we keep things rolling on in to everybody's favorite segment it is indeed that time it's the ass bob segment week by week tuesday after friday tuesday after friday you know the drill File on in the DM, submit your questions. To be featured for the Ask Bob segment doing so is James Shanton out of Portland, Maine. Bob, saw you're getting into some puck on your IG. I was curious what you feel are the best, are the five best postseasons in order. So the best playoffs in any sports in order. I like this question a lot coming out of Portland, Maine. Let's see here. So going five to one, we know how much we love the top five here on the Brilliant Dumb Show. Let's do this dance. Number five from least to best. Number five. I'm going to go with the NBA playoffs. I think the NBA playoffs is spectacular. I don't think it's elite. It's nice when these guys start playing some defense, which is when the playoffs start. I hate the fact that the playoffs in the NBA last for about three months, but it does. So be it. To watch these guys at the pinnacle, I, I, I mean, of the league, just, just how good these guys are when they start playing defense, locking in. It's always very fun, but I still got it back at five. Number four, number four, baseball. Wish I didn't have to bring them at four. There was a time, I think, where postseason baseball was a little bit better than it is, but I got baseball at four. Got to bring it back to the days when baseball was really rocking and rolling when baseball was a premium product. Nowadays, they do such a bad job marketing the sport. 
it really is a shame. And I don't think people enjoy postseason baseball as much as they used to. I know I don't, but I still got it at four nonetheless. Number three is going to be something that creeped up for me recently that I can't get enough of. Never was a big hockey guy, postseason, regular season, didn't matter. Now my Islanders are absolutely rolling here in the playoffs. Got to fight back against the Lightning. But my God, is playoff hockey enjoyable. It really is. I, I have really dove into playoff hockey like I never have before. I know three terms, and it's the only three terms they use in hockey. Cycle the puck, pucks in deep, pucks on net. And I love it, and I live by that. It's the only terms I really know and understand, and it's the only terms that they use in the league. You see these guys go to these, post, these, uh, these press conferences after the game? It's like, yeah, Alexander, how did you feel that you guys played today? Uh, yeah, you know, pucks in deep, pucks on net, uh, cycle the puck, and uh, besides that, everything was good. It's like it's the only answer that they have. What are you going to go for, do for dinner after this, Sidney Crosby? Uh, I'm not really sure. Cycle pucks. Put pucks in deep, pucks on net, and, uh, you know, kind of take it day by day. They can answer any question with those three terms, and it works. So that's what I've been saying. Cycle pucks, pucks in deep, pucks on net. You know what you're talking about as far as hockey's concerned. That's the only three things you got to know. Loving the hell out of it. It's been phenomenal. I got hockey at three. Number two, NFL playoffs. Guys, NFL's the NFL. There's nothing better than waking up on a Sunday. You know how much I love my football Sundays. I know how much you love your football Sundays. Just can't beat it. Whether it's regular season, playoffs, just can't beat it. I take that back. You actually can beat it because I still got number one. And that number one, I I find hard to believe that people can really dispute because it's as good as it gets when it comes to the playoffs. Regular season, don't worry about it. Playoffs, we're talking. How about March Madness? How about what March Madness does to the adrenaline? I got March Madness in one taking down NFL as good as NFL is. There's nothing like the buzz in the air of the opening tip of March Madness. It's a beautiful thing. It got taken from us last year, which is a damn shame. Hopefully it comes back swinging next year. Folks, March Madness is what it's all about. No questions about it. I got March Madness at one. Phenomenal question there for the Ask Bob segment. Got some puck coming on tonight. Looking forward to that. Folks, this has been the Brilliantly Dumb Show. I love you all. Appreciate you all. Jerry, Jersey Jerry, brought it once again on the episode here. As promised, there is nobody that wants to see that man win this segment more than I do. Boy, would that be spectacular. Folks, we thank you for listening. We will see you Tuesday. You all take care now. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second?